Mexico may ask Trump for clemency. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. With all the fires burning in the West, we might take some comfort in thinking that one day, eventually forests will recover and grow back. But that may not happen. A new study led by the University of Colorado Boulder predicts that some burn areas will convert to grasslands or shrublands. Researchers found that forests at higher elevations with lower temperatures and more precipitation fared better, as did burn areas with surviving trees nearby. However, lower elevation forests proved less resilient. With climate change, increasing heat and drought, new trees can't thrive. And high-intensity fires leave massive burn areas with no living trees to drop seeds and regenerate a forest. Kyle Rodman, the lead author of the research, told CU Boulder today that large portions of the southern Rocky Mountains will become unsuitable for two species, ponderosa pine and Douglas fir. Rodman said the future's not written in stone. If we can reduce greenhouse gas emissions, the outcomes may not look so dire. There's a dispute brewing on the U.S.-Mexico border that has nothing to do with immigration and everything to do with water. Under a 1944 treaty, Mexico must deliver water into the Rio Grande to help fill two reservoirs for drinking water in both countries and irrigation for U.S. farmers. But as the Associated Press reports, Mexico is behind on what it should send north, and President Andres Manuel López Obrador said last week that he might appeal to President Trump for clemency. U.S. officials are demanding that Mexico comply, saying farmers in cities in South Texas rely on this water to get them through the summer and claiming that Mexican officials acknowledge there's enough water stored in their reservoirs to meet the country's obligations. So why isn't Mexico delivering the water? The country's farmers have expanded into growing water-thirsty crops, resulting in more usage than the treaty allows. Earlier this year, the farmers threatened to seize two dams, and in late July, demonstrators in Chihuahua burned several official vehicles, blocked railway tracks, and set fire to government offices to protest the release of water to the U.S. López Obrador finds himself caught between his country's farmers and his fears that the U.S. administration could impose tariffs or close borders in retaliation for not sending more water north. There are more than a million species of mites on Earth. The tiny little spiders play an important role in ecosystems, but many of them are in danger of extinction. The arthropods are no bigger than a couple of millimeters. They occupy freshwater ecosystems from the equator to polar regions, but the majority are in tropical rainforests. Mites can be annoying because some people are allergic to their feces, and some of the creatures cause scabies, an itchy skin condition. A few species can even decimate beehives. However, mites are critical because they incorporate organic matter into the soil, which underpins the survival of innumerable other species, and they are an indicator of environmental health. New research on mite biodiversity from the University of Queensland shows that the little spiders are going extinct at an alarming rate, a thousand times what they consider to be natural, and another indication, the authors say, that through habitat destruction and degradation, humans are putting global biodiversity in peril. 
More than 350 elephants have died in Botswana, and investigators don't know why, but it could be the water. The Guardian reports that individuals of all ages and both sexes have been affected, with many walking in circles before dying suddenly, collapsing on their faces. Elephants are aware enough of the problem that they've fled troubled regions. Scientists have ruled out drought and poaching and have narrowed their suspicion to either algal blooms or a novel virus. Many of the elephants died near water holes that contain the blooms, and experts think the animals could be vulnerable because they drink hundreds of liters a day through their long trunks. The trunks have many olfactory receptors that could be exposed to the algae toxins. Because the animals have died so suddenly, a novel pathogen could be the culprit, but proper testing is hard, given that the elephants are dying in remote areas where the collection of the necessary fresh tissue samples is difficult. And finally, if you were headed for a swim in the ocean a few million years ago, encountering a great white shark might have been the least of your worries. Back then, the stuff of nightmares would have been the massive megalodon shark with teeth as big as human hands and a bite force of more than 10 tons. But just how huge was the megalodon? It's been hard to determine since sharks are mostly cartilage, which doesn't fossilize well. All that scientists have had to go on are isolated teeth samples. Until now, that is. A team of paleontologists at University of Bristol and Swansea University think the monster shark could have been as long as 59 feet. How big is that? Science Alert says the equivalent of three cars parked along a street. The first car would be the size of the shark's head, and if a human adult stood on the second car, they would be as tall as the megalodon's dorsal fin. The researchers came to their conclusion by looking at the teeth of modern sharks they believe to be distant relatives to megalodon. They discovered that present-day shark babies start out as little adults, meaning, unlike humans, they don't change in proportion as they get larger. That made it possible to extrapolate using megalodon's fossil teeth to gauge just how hulking the shark was. Could a megalodon be lurking somewhere in the ocean, as Hollywood would like to portray? Nope, not at all. But the apex predator lived in a time when the earth was covered with warm, shallow seas. So as the planet heats up, future conditions may be just about right. That's it for This Week in Water, and we'll catch you next time.